All right. Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here today for the Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. It is Tuesday, April 18th, 2024. And for our Congregation of Prayer today, we're going to pick up with um, Luke's account after the resurrection. And that same night, uh, we read this last week because it's the appointed reading for Easter Sunday evening or Monday morning, depending on uh, uh, your local liturgical practice. So, um, but we didn't do any catechesis on it. So we'll do that today. All right. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Good. Uh, memory verse. Whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Our psalm is Psalm 33. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by his breath, or by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the people. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of men. From where he sits enthroned, he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth, he who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. The king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might it cannot rescue. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Okay. Our Catechism for the Week is the Table of Duties of Citizens. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. 
Matthew 22, verse 21. It is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. This is why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Romans 13, 5 through 7. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior. 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 3. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good. Titus 3, verse 1. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men, whether to the king as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. 1 Peter 2, verses 13 through 17. Okay. Let's see, I'm going to make one adjustment here. Uh, let's do that. See how that works. All right. Our first reading for today is from Acts chapter 10. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all, that word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in land, in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree." Him God raised up on the third day, showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it, that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. Right, So here we have, in the book of Acts, Peter's preaching, and Peter testifies to the account of the resurrection appearances, right? that he came and appeared to those, um, and eating and drinking with them, right? which we'll see, of course, on the road to Emmaus disciples tomorrow, right? as he did with the apostles, of course, as he did in the upper room, and he did by the seashore of Galilee, etc. Right? Risen from the dead, that's the key here. Our reading for catechesis, then, is from Luke 24, again, uh, Luke's account of the resurrection, now Easter Sunday evening. Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem, and they talked together of all these things which had happened. So it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained, so that they did not know him. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have? with one another as you walk and are sad. Then one, whose name was Cleopas, answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem, and have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, 
and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us when they did not find his body. They came saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us uh, went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things, and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Okay, so we have uh, some disciples on the road uh, going presumably back home, right? One is named Cleopas, interesting, and uh, and another, right? So two disciples, uh, Emmaus being, what does it say here? I remember how many stadia it is, but it's about seven miles. No problem just translating that. There's another uh, story at the other end of Luke's gospel, as is often true with Luke. It begins in the temple, ends in the temple. It begins in the temple, then leaving Jerusalem. And then here they were at the temple, and now they're leaving Jerusalem. Yeah, that's the story of Jesus when he was 12 years old. Uh, What were the disciples talking about on the road, of course? Everything that had happened. Uh, perhaps all the way from Palm Sunday now through um, to you know the upper room, Jesus' uh, betrayal in the garden, his um, trials by Pilate and uh, by the chief priests and scribes, by then uh, certainly his his crucifixion, his death, and then of course what the uh, the women had said to him and the other disciples about his body not being in the tomb, um, and that as they were discussing these things. Jesus comes up alongside them, right? Do they recognize him? Uh, No, they don't. Notice it says their eyes were restrained, meaning that God was keeping them from, uh, Jesus was keeping himself from them for a time, right? We saw this at the the tomb, right, with the women. Uh, Specifically, Mary Magdalene did not recognize him, right? Uh, Thought him the gardener, so we have the same here, right? She was uh, to recognize Jesus in the name, right? And uh, now, um, these will be, will recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread. But that's to tomorrow. That's tomorrow. All right. What did the, um, Jesus, of course, catechizing him, them here. He knows the answers, but he's going to ask them and he wants them to confess it themselves. Uh, so what things have happened? They thought he was a stranger, <laughs> that he wasn't, hadn't even maybe even been in Jerusalem. So then they explained to him everything, right? Jesus of Nazareth, a prophet, mighty in word and deed before God and the people, uh, delivered by the chief priests and rulers to be condemned and be crucified, right? And then notice what they say they were hoping he would do. Right? These hopes die hard. <laughs> Namely, that he was going to redeem Israel as an earthly king, right? From Roman rule, uh, which has been long a long-standing issue uh, within the Gospels, that the people had a different expectation of Jesus than what he came to deliver, to deliver. Um, note also here, it says that um, they had seen a vision of angels, plural, those women. Earlier in Matthew, or excuse me, in Luke's gospel, uh, when they came to the tomb, it was two men dressed in white. So they were these angel messengers um, were uh, clothed in white and had the appearance of men. Right? But now Luke tells us that, yes, they were angel messengers. According to verse 24, why didn't the disciples believe that Jesus was risen? They tell you right at the end. 
but him they did not see, right? Just as uh, with Thomas on Sunday, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed, right? Um, then he addresses them, and it, I suppose you could read this as him being angry. I think it's more um, kind of just the frustrated teacher lament. Oh, foolish ones, right? Slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. He spent three years teaching them, and they still don't get it. And of course, that's frustrating. But of course, how does faith come? And wisdom and knowledge, it all comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? So then, what does he do? He explains uh, to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. And of course, starting with Moses. So going back to the beginning, Genesis, all the way through, maybe even to the the exilic prophets like Daniel and Ezekiel. I uh, would suggest actually, of course, and, and certainly Malachi Mal, and uh, Micah and the others all the book of the 12, right? And again, what do we call this when um, the teacher asks questions and um, is seeking answers, rather seeking them to echo back to him what he had previously taught them, and now he's going to teach them, and then he's looking forward to them echoing that back to him and back to others. That word echo is, is key here because it's catechecho, catechesis is what we call it, right? He's catechizing them. He's the catechist and they're the catechumen, and they're doing catechesis, right? And they're being catechized. There's all the different. And of course, if they had a, a book, in a sense, the scriptures then are the catechism, <laughs> the teaching. The disciples know um, the details of the last three days, but they do not understand what had happened. So they know what happened, but they don't understand what happened. No wisdom. They needed to be catechized by Jesus. That is, they needed the scriptures explained to them. It is the same for all of us. The word of God needs to be preached and taught among us so that faith might cling to the truth of Christ. It was not the seeing which brought faith, but the hearing of the word of God, which would be the key to their faith. All the scriptures testify of Jesus. Jesus made it clear that the entire Old Testament is about him. All things concerning himself, right? Um, and so as you've noted, as we've gone through catechesis, well, we've been doing this three years together, right, online. Of course, uh, longer than that as pastor since uh, 2008, late 2018, I've had these readings before you, but we've been doing it quite intentionally um, since the beginning of the lockdown, um, is that you see um, that the whole scriptures testify of Jesus. That's been the goal of everything we've been doing here for these years, is that uh, he, would, he would echo back to us, um, in, whether it's in, in Moses or in the prophets, whether it's in the Psalms. Um, or in the, uh, the histories of, of Israel. Good. All right, let's sing our hymn for the week. O sons and daughters of the king.
Let us pray. Almighty God, grant that we who have celebrated the Lord's resurrection may by your grace confess in our life and conversation that Jesus is Lord and God. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Merciful Father, grant us faith to pray for the civil authorities and to trust that you will accomplish your good and gracious will through them. Teach us to live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness and to be ready to do whatever is good in service to others in our community and nation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We pray this day for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. Let us also pray today in Thanksgiving with Kaylee and Kimberly celebrating their baptism, with Amber and Tim celebrating their anniversary. We pray for the households of our church, especially uh, Renata and Katrina, Garrett, Brandon, and Doug. We give thanks to God for life and birth and for the gift of holy matrimony for Aaron and Virginia. Pray for our catechumens, Christian, Wyatt, Aaliyah, Lydia, Charlie, Kaylee, and Kimberly. Pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering, especially Dale, Pam, Joe, Kelsey, Marion, Walt, Christopher, and Brad, Doug, Sandy, Hosea, Emily, Pat, and Darlene. Pray for our homebound, Marcella, Dan, Paul, Merlin, and Pauline. Pray for the missions and mercy work of the church, especially that of uh, alert disaster relief teams. We pray in intercession for the mortification of the old man, for the preservation of the word, the increase of the church. And finally, we pray for the family and friends of Dan who grieve his death. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. 
Lord have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. It's a great joy to have you with us here today uh, as we pray and confess and hear uh, and be catechized by our Lord uh, together. Uh, I encourage you to, uh, well, join us again in the morning, 9 a.m. again on Wednesday. We have divine service tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. You can go back and watch or listen to uh, Sunday's various well, catechesis there, uh, both before and after church uh, for the next, oh, probably a couple months. And then also, um, of course, the the preaching of his word. All right, so God be with you all. Um, Thanks for being with us. We'll see you again in the morning. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.